Living Proof with Chris Flickinger. We're rolling and welcome back to Living Proof with Chris Flickinger, where we discuss overcoming your fears and beliefs through a positive mental attitude, strong mindset, and just sheer hard work. I'm Dan Morrow, and with me now is Chris Flickinger. How you been? I've been well, Dan, and you're, I'm excited to talk to you today and, and kind of get started. How everything's going with you? Pretty good? I've been good. good. I've been good. We, good. We're into, this is episode three right now, and it seems to be doing good. You, you've, you've said you wanted to bounce around some ideas and stuff, and I wouldn't let you because I wanted to hear everything on, on, on the radio first, but uh, through the podcast first, uh, on, on air first. So I haven't spoken with Chris for um, about a week other than just a few texts, other than the last time we were here. Right. And um, how do you feel the show's going? I think it's going well. Uh, one of the things that I did wanted to share with the audience is, is tying in the, the over, overarching message, which is helping people that are in a place of feeling like there's hopelessness or helplessness and they're really trying to overcome obstacles. So, you know, telling my story, how I've overcome various injuries uh, that were very severe in nature. And, you know, last week we were talking about, you know, what are what is a technique that you do? I, I said, well, I, I try meditation. You know, I'm right, not an expert. Yeah, Remember we did that. I said, not an expert in the area, but uh, anybody out there can YouTube a, a three-minute to a three-hour meditation. And I uh, did that today. Did you? I did. Nice. Um, usually, I, I like I said, like I said last week, I'm not trained, and I, I I never studied proper meditation. And the method I would do, I guess you would call it trans, uh, transcendental meditation, where it's just sitting upright, sitting in a, in a in a position, thinking of just something, or just totally trying to clear out your mind in in silence. But today, I actually, from listening to you, I uploaded a, a guided meditation for 10 minutes and I was going in and out of because I got up at five this morning so I was going in and out of sleep and, right. and but still feeling really refreshed after the uh, the meditation was done I, I kept waking up during it and I, I just kept absorbing it it's my first time mm-hmm. so you know I'm sure with with more um, doing it more I'll, I'll get better at it, but I just relaxed on on the couch. I had a recliner back, and I just zoned out and just let the voice guide me. Right, in, that, into and that's everything. that's awesome, Dan. And we're gonna we'll circle back towards the end because I, I'm going to give uh, a couple steps for people to follow, and and I would love to tie in what you just said about your experience this morning on something you started to do today. Uh, and I also hear uh, a lot of people talk about, you know. How do I overcome something? Maybe there's a barrier out there. So uh, I always wanted to talk about overcoming barriers. Some we see and, and, and some, some we necessarily don't. I would I'd love to share a story with you if, if I could. Are you open to a story, Dan? It's your show, Chris. All right. Well, I was, I was doing a little research, and I, and I actually came across this little short story about a marine biologist. And what this marine biologist did was they placed a shark into a large holding tank and released several small bait fish into the tank. And then, you know, you would expect the shark uh, quickly saw it as food and attacked and, and ate all the small fish. So then the biologist thought, maybe I should try something a little different. If I put in the, the shark in a tank, 
But before I put the fish in, put a barrier. So they took a fiberglass barrier and created two separate partitions. Put the shark on one side and put the set of new set of bait fish on the other side. So shark quickly uh, saw these fish and started to attack. But this time, the shark slammed into the fiberglass divider. And it continued to do that, and it was very relentless. And this shark I've sold this. I've seen this. I've seen this done. You've seen it done. I've yeah. read about. It. I've never seen it, I, but it was interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting read. And I thought, you know, how do we? How are we going to tie this in? Well, and, fin- finish it up. Yeah, I would say, because, how do we tie I know, this I know, in? I know where where the story goes. Oh, but. great! So, uh, for those who don't know where the story goes, this this continued on for um, several um, dozen times over several weeks. Every time there was a new set of bait fish would be put in, the shark would go, the shark would go. And then finally, the shark um, stopped. It just said, okay, I, I, can't, I can't get to the fish. And because uh, it, it was tired of, get, of hitting its head against the, uh, the fiberglass divider. So once that happened, the marine biologist said, all right, let's take it to, to the next step. They removed the barrier. They put the shark in, they put the fish in, and what do you think happened, Dan? It just, it just stayed there. They just stayed there. They yeah. all hung out in harmony. The shark did not attack. The shark believed and it was trained that there was a barrier between himself and the fish. So wherever the fish swam, the shark swam with them. So there's a moral to this, and the moral to this story is, you know, after an experience of a setback or a failure, we emotionally give up. We stop trying. Kind of like the shark in the story I just told. We believe that because we were unsuccessful in the past, we will always be unsuccessful. So in other words, Dan, it really comes down to we continue to see barriers in our heads even when there's no real barriers that exist between where we are and where we want to go. And, and that's sort of what I wanted to dive into today's, you know, I, I wanted to digress and tell that story to just say whether you're a person, you know, an, a mammal, an animal, a fish, it doesn't matter. We're all trained um, to see barriers, um, and, and, and what do we do to overcome them? Because eventually the barrier can be gone if we put enough effort and, and hard work into it, and I would like to talk about that today. And, and you can go through barriers of, of all different kinds. Um, you know, obviously, and it's all, it all comes back to it's, it's in the mind. Mm-hmm. It, it, Anthony Robbins, as, as I said, he said it best. The thing that's keeping you from doing something, in this case the barrier, is the bullshit story you're telling yourself as to why you can't do it. In this case... The shark could not pass that barrier physically because, you know, there was that fiberglass barrier. He couldn't get to the fish. So he convinced himself, I'll never get across there. Even when it's gone, at some point you just stop trying. And this leads me to another analogy. Um, There's there's a guy, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I loved him. His name was Randy Pausch. Not familiar. He he gave a, a thing called The Last Lecture. And he he did it for um, I believe MIT Carnegie or, or something one one of the universities, and I don't know universities, so I'm an idiot and I can't tell you the difference between them. But you just look it up, Randy Pausch, the last lecture. <clears throat> Here's a gentleman who is dying of pancreatic cancer, and he knows it, and he's a college professor, but he has the greatest outlook on life and experiences, and. He's given his last lecture. It's called The Last Lecture. This is it. This is why I'm doing it. This is everything I've learned in life, and I'm passing it on to you guys. And he says, brick walls. You'll always run through into a brick wall. The brick wall is never there to keep you out. The brick wall is there to see how bad do you want what's on the other side. 
and and you can use the metaphor of of miners in a cave and just they're they're hacking away for gold and hacking away for gold and just hacking and hacking at some point they just stop when later on they leave a new mining company comes in just two hacks and they found gold you know you you just if you're so certain that what you want is on the other side of that wall you know obviously the these the miners wouldn't be looking into an empty mind you know an empty mind but if you're so certain that you know what's on the other side of that wall it takes that perseverance and and that that belief that that you can get across there right and you know that brings up a a, a great um point about walls and, and about barriers a lot of people that I talk to and work with, they will say, um, it's hard for me because of my lifestyle, or it's hard for me because I have I had I injured myself when I played sports when I was younger. And let's use let's just use that as an analogy for, for to start. You know, people mm-hmm. say I'm overweight, I want to get in shape, but um, you know, I, it's just it's just too hard for me. And then we say, and you go back to this barrier. Is there, a, is there a real barrier or is there a um, just one that we've created in our head? Meaning if you had an injury and a doctor says, you're hurt, you broke your arm. When your arm heals, you will be able to go back to activities. So the barrier in the beginning is a broken arm. But once that barrier is removed, kind of like the shark with the fiberglass, once we pull that barrier out and give you that ability to go out and participate, what have you created in your head? And and we see that a lot of times with people when they um, come from from injuries or they come from a place of um, desperation, you know, where they really sit there and say, "I I, I just I, I built this up in my head that it's, it's it's impossible for me to move forward." And what I say it is possible. And and to do that, you got to take a step, you know. And the yeah. first step is you know is truly that you you have the ability. You have the now. Do you have the desire? Um, do you believe that on the other side of that wall, like you said, the brick wall, is the success you're looking for? So let's use overweight mm-hmm. or living, not living up to your potential. You know, those two kind of go hand in hand. I'm overweight, but I want and I and I want to do something about it, but I don't know where to start. Maybe just getting up and taking a walk is your first step. That's it. That's it. Maybe it's just instead of having two pieces of chicken or two steak sandwiches, have one. Yeah, you know, just, just simple baby steps. steps. Just simple steps to really start to un- uh, identify and understand the situation. The, the, the bottom line is, whatever you do, don't stop doing it. Correct. You know, like I said, everything you want is on the other side. Of the, um, the wall is not there to keep you out. It's to see how bad you want what's on the other side. Some people will see the wall and say, "Okay, let's go back." Other people see that wall and say, "How can I scale this wall? How can I tear this wall down? How much work can I put involved?" Some people may just have to push it, and it falls apart. But others, and the majority, sadly, you know, there is a majority of people out there who just see the wall at first sight and don't even try. It's daunting. It's not even going to be worth the effort. They already played it out in their mind what the work involved is going to be like. Let's just retreat and find another thing. And and you said it, you know, with, with losing weight, you know, to get from point A to point B is a lot of work. And personally for me, you know, you don't want to go on a diet. You want to change your lifestyle. It's a whole new lifestyle. But it is daunting. 
how bad do you want what's on the other side of that wall? How bad do you want to look good? Are you content just on a Friday night with pizza and, and, and watching Netflix? Some people are and can be that comfortable and have those rare moments when they feel if they're at a wedding or a public event, well, I, I wish I took better care of myself, and they're embarrassed. And then they go back home, and then they get complacent again, and, and they, don't, they don't bother. It just seems daunting. They don't want it that bad. Right. Well, if you want it bad, you, like you said, get up early. Just start baby steps. Baby, I got up at five because me and Karen decided we're going to start doing this. We're walking in the cemetery. It's pitch black, mm-hmm. but we're doing this at six a.m. in the morning, and we're starting. You know, we want what's on the other side of that wall. We well, want we want to break that barrier, Chris. And that and that. And everybody's going to have that. They, you have to make that decision. That decision comes from within. And when you think about it, how much time do we really have? I don't know if this is the last podcast because I don't know. We talked about this last week. Will I wake up with breath tomorrow? No, there's no guarantees in life. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a quality of life. So if you take a piece, if you use that, go back to the example of the wall or the barrier, and on one side you put yourself. And then you put a, a glass partition, and on the other side you put um, quality of life. What does that mean to you? Write it out. Just my quality of life would be better if, fill in a blank. Now, where you are, where the barrier is to get to that, to finish that sentence, that's what you need to work towards. That's what I help people do. You bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to go. Because there are no guarantees. I don't know if it's going to be... You know, all you have is today. So mm-hmm. you got to make the most of it. So when somebody says, I'm going to start tomorrow, you know, tomorrow may never come from them. You know, and that, that's the hard part. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's not just the hard part. That's the, the idea of, of when we say you got to grab life and, and run with it or you got to embrace, embrace the moment. You know, when you think about it, that's what it is. And, and people, unfortunately, comes too late. We were talking about, you know, uh, not living up to your potential, maybe being overweight as an example for those out there listening. You know, I'll start next week. So it's okay if I continue down this bad path. And, and, and I, I, I had a friend of mine um, years ago I, I ran into, and, and he, wasn't, he was doing okay and did very successful work-wise and was doing very well, and, um, but just really didn't take care of himself. And lost touch, and then years later, uh, I happened to uh, ask what happened, and he said, "Well, you didn't hear. He had a he had a very massive stroke, and now he's in in a real bad way." And you thought, "Wow, not that guy, you know." But it's not just um, it. Like I said, when I said about no guarantees, it's not just being good at one thing. It's creating a balance. It's creating, a, you know, having a health plan, ha, you know, working on, I want my quality of life to be and then fill in those blanks. So this way you create that balance. So it does, Netflix and pizza works on Friday night, mm-hmm. but Saturday morning might be, you know, a glass of water and a, a little a little jog. Saturday afternoon might be a little peace and quiet. I'll do a little meditation. You just want to see what's out there and break, what, what's there to down. offer. Yeah, break it down. I think, I think the first thing more than anything to cross any barrier, um, stop letting yourself get in, in the way. Don't get in the way of yourself. You know, because sometimes you tell yourself the most ridiculous things and you hinder yourself. You know, you, you, you harm yourself by doing that, by listening to your beliefs. I think one of the first things is to really have a support system. 
and and whether you can find a group online or somewhere that can just say, "Hey, we're doing, we're in, we're in the same boat too. Let, let's let's go through this together. Let's see your struggles. You know how much, you know, and and there's also an accountability, especially if you want to lose weight. You know, you, you want to get to a certain weight, work out with a friend, find find a buddy. Um, you know, and you start changing your your belief systems, and therefore you're able to cross these barriers because sometimes you hit those brick walls, but sometimes, like the shark, those brick walls don't exist at all. Right. And you're just telling yourself, and and you'll see this not just with weight loss, but with relationships. How many people just probably found their soulmate right there and just never had it in them to speak their mind or or just ask someone on a date or, or just to take that because... They've already played out the rejection. That's the wall that they there, – there's no physical wall there. Some people have that physical wall. You want to lose weight, you got to get physical. you got to work it off. you got to not eat. you got, you got to eat healthier. You know. But there's other things like I, I want to ask that girl out. I want to ask that boy out. I want, I want to just – I see a wrong that I want to write, and I want to tell this person that this is wrong, whether I see, saw this in school or whether I see this at work. But there's, you've already played it out. No, this this will happen. This negativity will happen. And you know, if if you don't ask for that raise, if you know, there's so many people. I'm I'm seeing it now with my stepdaughter. She she should be asking for a raise, and she's not. She's afraid. And I'm always of the point. Wayne Gretzky said, "You're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you never take." That's right. And. Right. You you're also going to um, if you don't ask the answers always no. These these again are the mental barriers. That shark now has a mental barrier of why he can't cross, why he can't go in that zone and, and eat. And yeah, and you do, and that brings it up. The thing that it, a lot of uh, a lot of us go through, and we've touched on this already, but we'll we'll say it again. It's fear. If you look at the number one, the number one reasons why people will not move to action is because they are afraid. They're afraid because their belief system is fractured because your beliefs plus your behaviors will give you the desired results. And that does it, whether you're talking about your stepdaughter uh, going and asking for a raise, the raise is the end result. The behaviors at her workplace have demonstrated that she probably has a skill set. She's got a skill set, but, but she also has a, a fear of communication. So how do you change that fear of communication? Exactly. Because with that, if that continues, if that fear of communication stays where it is, that individual will not be able, they could be the best at their craft or at their skills. They could be the smartest person in the room, but that fear is going to hold them back. So mm-hmm. how do we change and overcome fear and these barriers? And- and a lot of people do that, Chris. There's a lot of people overqualified for what they're doing right now Absolutely. and settling for a job because they don't they don't have the balls to just stand up and ask or, or say this. And everything you want is on the other side of fear. You just got to so, face that fear. The question is, where do you where, where do you even start? You know, we we took the weight loss example, and and now now there's just speaking your mind. There there's all these boundaries. Where do you even start? You know, to 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 just cross you know to cross these boundaries, to break these boundaries. What you know, where do you start to develop that mindset? Well, that mindset comes to how important 
this is how I see it, and this is what I talk to people and trying to help them. How important are you to you? In other words, what is it that you strongly believe in so that you can start to map out a, the, the steps or the behaviors to get to where you need to go? So let's take a, an example, and, I, and I'll use a, a workplace example. The workplace example is I want to go from – I want a promotion, so I work in, in the financial world. So the people that I work with say, I want to move into a, a, a different role. Okay. So Let, let's play roles. Let's play roles. Let's play roles. We can do a role okay. play. You be Chris mm-hmm. with, with your mindset, okay? And I'll be Danny Downer. Okay. Uh, all right. I want a promotion. Okay. I, I've, I've worked harder than anybody around here. And I, I've seen this guy get a promotion. I've seen this woman get a promotion. And... I can do both their jobs blindfolded. I, I, I don't want to stir up the shitstorm. I, I, I don't, I don't want him mad. I don't want the boss mad at me. I, I don't, even, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff I'm afraid of right now. I, I don't want them mad at me. I don't want them feel like I'm undermining the other guys. I, I don't want Joe to find out or Jill to find out, you know. But, but, but damn it, I need, I need food on the table, and and I'm underqualified for this. You know, sh- should I just not bother doing this? Like, I-, I not bother asking for a raise and just spend every waking minute just looking for another job. You know, or or do I? I how am I even going to go about asking these people? They're they're just going to say no anyway. So my first question to you, Dan, is why would you say that? That's interesting. Why would you say they're going to say no anyway? Have you asked them? No, but I I don't want to ask. You know, I'll start. I don't want them mad at me. Why would they get mad at you if you're doing a great job? But 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 they might be able. They might cut back my hours and stuff. And, and I, I am doing a good job. And and they've said I'm doing a good job. But you know, I I don't want to ruffle any feathers around here. I don't want to upset anyone. If are you upset with yourself right now? Yeah, but I I just don't I I don't want to you know I, I I think I'd just rather look for a new job well that's an option you have now you have to see you have to think about to say what's the most important what's the most important to me as an employee but I love my job well then the love for your job and if you truly are doing as you said to me the best you can and you need to go in front of this boss, you need to present the facts. And I would say to you, list the top three things you're, that you do the best for, for your organization, and then go to, the, go to the, the boss and say, based upon my performance and based upon my commitment, if the commitment is there, I would like you to entertain a raise. I feel that I've worked hard for it. And working hard and being productive are two different things. Being busy and being productive are two different things. I can look at, I could say I've been busy all day and get nothing done. But if the production supports the results and you truly love what you do, why are you afraid of what other people think? Remember last week when we were talking about the three things, and this is what's holding you back as we role play this example. You have fear. Because you don't want you don't you have fear of maybe they're going to say no they're not going to accept me they're not going to like me you have also the this behavior this habit that you've gone to it sounds to me like you've been contemplating this for quite some time but you've developed a habit of saying no to yourself before somebody else says no to you mm-hmm. and the last thing you're doing is maybe they won't like me so now you're worried about their opinion and I asked you at the start 
how do you feel about you? Because once you put yourself in a position of, I feel good about who I am and what I do and what I've offered and what I can offer, then that knocks down those three things, that fear, that habit, and opinion of others, and you're able to move into and ask for things that you truly deserve. And what's the alternative in your example? If they say no, then what are you going to do? Now you have a bona fide reason to make a choice to say, you know what, I'm better than what I'm being um, compensated for at this position Mm -hmm. or at this company. Now I definitely know that I need to go find a new job. Right, right. You're going to find out at that minute whether or not you are in the right place because you won't be happy. You know, if you find out, yeah, you'll get a raise, and you made a good point, and I'm sorry if you, you feel overlooked. Here's your raise. You know, you did it. Go home, look at yourself in the mirror, say, mission accomplished, pat yourself on the back, go, you know, go get yourself a thing, a hagen celebrate however you have to right. celebrate. You've earned it because not only did, did you earn your actions, earn you the um, the ability to, to substantiate your argument, you know, you, you were a good worker and, and you showed it and you proved it. And now by making that statement and asking for a raise, you know, you you, you got it and, and you earned it. Now the boss might say, we, we just don't have it right now, but you've put it out there. You've put it out there. And he may not be able to do it right now. But if he knows and you know that it's out there, and it's two months gone by, three months gone by, six months gone by, and you still haven't seen nothing, you know, yeah, it is time to work, walk out. Another thing, you don't sell yourself short, right, Chris? This is true. Fine, I'll give you a raise, a dollar. You know, and, you know, he, this this is twofold because now you expect, you exhausted all your energy to muster up to ask this person for a raise, and they counter it, but they still insult you in a way where you feel like now I, I just used all my energy. I have to find more energy to, to battle this or do I settle with this and, and find this acceptable? Well, that's, that's a great point you bring up too. And, and, and I would say you don't want to settle, but you have to do your homework. You just can't go in. If you are, a, what is usual, what is usual and customary mm-hmm. for your position? Exactly. If you're a 20, if your position is $20 an hour, uh, or $50 an hour, or $12 an hour, then you look at proportionally what you could ask for a raise. You're not going to say, can I go from $20 to $50? There has to be a, uh, so you have to understand your industry, you have mm-hmm. to understand your position, and what um, what is usual and customary for that. But also, you should have never settled. And, that, and no. that brings up another point, and we work through this a lot of times with, with individuals. You know, if you think about it, what is a settlement? When you have, if you got an injury or if you go to court, what is a lot of times the attorneys will say to you, let's get a settlement. So what that's telling me or what that should tell everybody out there is you didn't get the full potential of whatever that outcome may have been. Let's settle out of court. Mm -hmm. So you didn't get the full value of if you would have went to trial and saw this thing through. So making a settlement with yourself in life means that you've decided to take the I mustered up all this and and they gave me a little they gave me a little bit of money to keep me quiet and you know what and the, I settled exactly. and I said okay and mm-hmm. I just stayed stayed in my position and now another 5 10 years go by and you've realized this is what I settled for in life where I say no you want to look at 
what can I do to remove that so that I can have more? Right. So and, I can be more. And, and speaking of the court, of the court analogy, why did you settle? Why did you settle? You know why? Because the barrier was playing out what would a court proceeding take? What, how long would this take? How much money would this take? How many, how many lawyers? How, how much money would this cost you? you what if there's a setback? What if I fail? What if I don't get anything? You've already built this wall, this imaginary wall of, of all the possibilities, all the reasons why you can't cross there. So you know what? I'll just settle, and I'll, I'll just take the yeah. settlement. Yeah. And we see that all day, every day. You know, and that's that's the shocker. So how how do you how do you move past this? What are some steps? And and I will. You know, what can we do if if we're looking at a job? If we're looking at you know a task at hand? If we're looking at overcoming this, there's there's a couple things to do. And the first thing to do is you got to figure out what you're good at. You know, what are you going to keep doing? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to say every every person out there has. An ability. Every single person has some sort of hope or dream. Every single person out there has something that they can offer. So you got to figure out what am I going to keep doing. Then number two is what am I going to start doing. So you know I'm going to keep doing, and we'll pick an example in a minute. But let me give you the three points. I want to keep doing something. I'm going to start doing something. Something, you know, and I said this last week, if you want to be somebody you've never been before, you got to do something you've done before. So what are you going to start doing? And then the last one is what are you going to stop doing? Right. What are you doing in your, right. in your life right now that's sabotaging your situation? Is putting What barriers are you putting in front of you mm-hmm. that you don't have to? So what are you going to keep, what are you going to start, and what are you going to stop? Those are three steps that can get you to that baby steps that we were talking about for whatever it is, whether you're trying to get that raise or you're trying to lose that weight. And barriers equal excuses. They are. And yeah. excuses and circumstances never change. No. What you do about it does. Yeah. And and again, here here's another court reference. Um, what you're doing when asking for a raise is you're building a case for yourself. So when you go and you're ready to negotiate, yeah, you have to have all the facts Everything in front of you. Look, I've done this. I've done this. I've worked this. I've exceeded in, in, in these expectations. I've worked and exceeded beyond everyone's expectations with this job and this job and this. I've, I've carried the load for you guys here, here. I, I want to raise. I feel I should be making and throw a number out there. Have a number in your head of what you think you, you deserve. Odds are you do deserve that, you know, because if you've done your homework that much, as you said, and you know your industry, you know your worth, and 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 you should say, you know, you should have a number. Otherwise, you're you're going to wind up settling because the boss is going to turn around and say, okay, well, how much do you want? And then you'll be blindsided. Oh, I, I, you'll be at a loss for words. I I I I didn't think that far. I knew I wanted to raise. You know, and I'd, I'd love a, a million-dollar raise, you know. Right. But, you know, realistically now, okay, we're going to talk numbers. I, I haven't thought of it. Get your facts. Just just as you have to get your facts for your argument to present the case that you are worthy of a raise, get the facts of what numbers are do you feel are appropriate for your raise. So so you're not going there blindsided. You, you, the same thing with a car dealership. Everything. There's so many people 
that are so frozen in life and wind up settling for something. You know, did you really want the the seat warmers? And do you really have these, you know, you're going to get buyer's guilt because you couldn't say no. There's some people whose barriers, they just, this is why some salesmen are just so good at their thing. You know, they, they friend you, they're, they're your best friend and you don't want to hurt me, do you? You know, right. dude, you know, we just made, made friends. You know, I, I, I now know the names of your kids in the five minutes you've been here to look for a car. You know, look at little Timmy over there. He looks great. You know, you don't want to do me wrong. You know, look, I'll, I'll hook you up with some numbers and, and I'm looking at you and you, you would like this car instead. And you wind up with regret and you wind up settling for something that you didn't want in the first place. It goes with buying a car. It goes with relationships. It goes with work. It goes with school. It goes with your finances. It goes with your spouse, your children. It goes with, you know, everything you're telling yourself as to why you can't gain um, muscle or lose weight or, or just have a better life in general. What do you want to do? And that's the key in life. What do you want to do? And how do you get there and and not settle? And stand up for what you want. Yep. You got to stand up what you believe in because you can fall for anything. And the first step is write it down. Write it down on a piece of paper. Look at it first thing in the morning. Look at it at you know during lunch. Look at it when you go to bed. If you want to raise, write down, I want to raise. And I want it to be fill in the blank. If I want to lose weight and I want it to be fill in the blank. So... You want to lose 20 pounds? You want a 20-hour raise? Write it down. Right. And then what are you going to do to get there? Mm-hmm. And then have a plan and for once you're there and, you know, once you're there, okay, you know, always plan, always organize. Ask, I'm going to ask for the raise and then have a follow-up, have a backup. I don't get it. I'm immediately looking for new new work, okay? I do get it. I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. Either way, you have to make a move once that chess piece is in play. You you have to make a move whether and just do not settle. You don't settle and the other thing is, you know, you look at it in these terms. Once you write it down, once you realize what you want, once you do that, I want to keep doing it. So I said, we'll use an example. And it's always, it's always easy to say this because you can control this. You might not control what the boss is going to say if you're asking for a raise. And I, can, I can't control what's your, the next thing you're going to say to me because you're, you're your own person. But what I can control, and I'll use the example of I want to feel healthier. So let's, I want to lose 20 pounds. That's my statement. I made it. I made it public. And now... What am I going to do about it? So I'm going to keep getting up and walking first thing in the morning. And make things non-negotiable. Make it non-negotiable. But this that hey, keep stops hey, up, right? We're, yep. we're all going to meet up for, uh, for, for a meeting. All the guys are all going to get together. All your old friends at, at IHOP tomorrow, you want to hang out with us. Right. I can't do that time. It's have non-negotiable. Because I made a commitment because I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I made it public. So I'm going to keep walking in the morning. I'm going to start eating... Um, less sugar and fat at lunchtime mm-hmm. and dinner. So instead of having a cheesesteak with French fries, I'm going to have a salad with some chicken. It's just an example. And I'm going to stop, and then this is where it gets hard. I'm going to stop making excuses for why I can't do something. I'm going to stop. Because um, the barriers are excuses. They are excuses. I'm going to stop 
listening to what everybody else is telling me. You know, you used to do this with me. You used to do that with me. Now you got to go to you got to go to this. You got to go to gym. I'm going to stop listening to all the negative thoughts that are coming in my head about why I can't do this in the first place. And you know where I'm seeing that also uh, in in people who are trying to get out of debt, who are, who are trying to get their finances back in order. You know, I, I listen to Dave Ramsey, and and he's just all about getting out of debt and cutting up the credit cards and doing this and doing that. But in doing so. There, there's a lot of things that you need to sacrifice. You just can't go out to dinner every night like you used to. You, you can't go, you know, might not be able to go to that wedding this week or, or go out with your friends the way you used to. And they're like, hey, what's wrong? You know, we, we used to do this, do this. Well, I, I, I'm just trying to get out of debt. And they're like, well, you'll never get out of debt. But people are getting out of debt. And, and they're cutting up their credit cards. And it's working. And... Their friends did not support them through that, but now their friends are still in. They had this belief that they'll never get out of debt, so they continue to finance and take loans out and finance another car, release another car, and and they're continually in debt. And it's 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 there's a peer pressure with that, you know. Oh, you don't want to hang with us anymore, or you you guys are becoming the boring couple now, or you you guys, you know. You just have to say, you just basically have to say, lock them. You know, look, I need to do what I, you know, I need to do this for me. Right. And and the bottom line, if I come first, I, I, I have to come first because when I'm in a good state and I'm healthy and I'm financially sound and I got my wits about me and I'm in a good working zone, I can help everybody else because I'm not feeling a drag or, or lag <laughs> right. from anywhere. And it goes, I, say, I ask this question a lot of times when I, when I speak with individuals and in, in part of groups, I, I, and I'm not even sure, we might have even covered this one either onset or offset, but uh, what's the first letter of the alphabet? A. It's I. And everybody <laughs>, laughs at me, goes, and I, and I, and I, say, that, I say that with tongue in cheek, but it's I. If you don't take care of yourself, Mm-mm. who are you going to take care of? Right. Who can you take care of? Yeah, and I and the and the example of that is you ever if you ever flown on a, on a commercial airplane and you got the the people up there to steward and stewardess they're saying okay, in case of an emergency when the oxygen tank falls down the mask falls down, you put it on yourself first before you put it on a child. Why? Because you put it on a child and there's a, there's, a, there's something else happens and you're no longer there. What's going to happen? You can't take care. You got to take right. care of yourself so that you could take care of other people. And mm-hmm. that's when I use that. And people, I always get a laugh out of that. But it, right. you it don't take care volumes. of a child. You will lose consciousness first, right? And 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 you'll you'll be out. The um, we'll wrap this up soon. But the 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 whole premise of I of there's some people that just won't work out because they they feel like. You know, they can have a really good workout plan. Go walk in, in your public park and and bring some little weights or something. There's some people that don't do that because they're embarrassed to do. They're they're afraid they'll look like a fool. And it's again that that belief, that barrier. First of all, they're worried about what other people are going to think. You know, I don't care what you think of me on a weekday or a Tuesday morning because I'll look ridiculous and I'll wear 42 layers of clothes when I'm walking in the middle of summer and I'll look like an idiot. I don't care what you think of me, but 
I do care what you'll think of me that Friday night when I'm out and I'm performing and I'm looking really good and I got my clothes fitting good and you know, I just feel good about myself. Yep. Yeah. And and that's it. You know, what are you going to do to make yourself feel better about yourself? How do you conquer these boundaries? We we've gone through a few processes of of how to do that. And and I do see you have something highlighted. Is that something you you you've you've discussed or we've already covered this and it really goes back to you know tying everything back to the beginning of the program when we talked about uh you know the creating a barrier and then having a barrier pulled pulled out from under you and then realizing that um the barrier is not there but my mindset has changed when i use that shark analogy and saying that you know once it's in our head you know we 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 never really get out of it and once you put a belief or a barrier in your head it's that's where you have that's your starting point. You got to figure out what is holding you back, and then what are you going to do about it? So I put not living up to your full potential. You know, if you've been that shark your entire life, and you know that barrier has been removed, and you're just uh, you know still swimming around with this you know, these these beliefs in your head, you need to figure out what it is. What step you're going to take? What are you going to keep doing? What are you going to start, stop doing? And what are you going to start doing in order to make that first step? And, that, and that's the important part. Mm-hmm. That is the part, that is your defining moment. And, uh, you know, we covered a lot of information today, so we'll be more than happy to, you know, fend any questions that people will have. You know, mm-hmm. please, you know, and I know that you have set up uh, a bunch of different venues to, to get feedback. And the only way I get better, you get better, we all get better, is by getting feedback from each other. And with that, we're going to wrap up another episode of Living Proof. Like Chris said, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us. Drop us a line at flickisproof, that's F-L-I-C-K, isproof, at gmail.com. And I'm Dan Morrow. This is Living Proof with Chris Flickinger. Take it easy, everybody. You had a great day.